Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Welcome in, everybody. How are you? (laughs) It's great to be with you on a Tuesday, make it a Thursday. We just had a walk-in. You said, welcome in. So I think he thought you were like, yeah, come on in talk to us. Let's discuss. And then he went, oh, I'm out of here. What's That's going okay. on. Brought to you by Extend. Tell everybody about Extend. Uh, we're really excited because we just got the lowdown. We just got an update on yeah, the did. fact that Extend Technologies is helping create the absolute studio of our dreams right now. That's right. They're demoing yep. one side of the building yep. where a lot of the sales staff normally assembles. And obviously, the last year, it's been uh, chaotic and you know, the radio station has been going through some changes. And so it's exciting to know that Extend Technologies is going to bring our company's vision to life, much like they can do at your home, whether yep. it's your home theater, whether it's your patio, home automation, no matter your great room, hell, your restroom can become a sports bar. Whatever you want, it can happen with Extend Technologies. We're not just a customer. We're a client. Wait, we're, how's that go? That's right. Yeah. I'm not just the owner. I'm a client. Is yeah, that what he said? I think so. What was that, that hair s- club for men? Was that Cy Sperling? Sterling? Is he dead? He's got to be. He's got to be dead. Wasn't it with an S, Cy Sperling? That sounds about right. St- Cy Sperling is. He's dead. Oh, boy. Well, he's no longer a client or an owner. Nope. No, 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 no. In the Boop. ground. Why? He died last year. Wasn't that long ago. Cy okay. Sperling, founder of Hair Club for Men, dead at That's 78, right. NBC News. Anyway, so Extend Technologies, and we're excited today. We're going to have uh, Frank Caliendo on in a few minutes, so stay tuned. Kenny. He was alive. Very much alive. Uh, I'm sure he does many voices of people that are dead. I just saw, I told you, one of my favorite programs on television today. We talk about all the negative programs, and, you know, I love those too. Yeah. And the the programs that are used to divide us as a country, Mm -hmm. politically, whatever it is. I love... CBS Sunday Morning. I don't even know the name of the show. It's called CBS Sunday Morning. And Jane Pauley is the host. Yeah, yes. music. Yeah, it used to I'll, be. I'll play it for you in my microphone. Charles Corral. It was Charles Osgood. Osgood. And I'll see. Until next time, I'll yes. see you on the radio. 
Anyway, I love it. It's feel-good stories. It's an hour and a half. And I've stopped watching the political shows on Sunday, but they chronicled one of the all-time the all-time impressionists, Rich Little. Really? And Rich Little is still performing, yet they, he can't get booked anywhere. Nobody, he doesn't really do Why? a lot. He does over 1,000 voices. Like Literally, he has cards of every voice he does. He has yeah. over 1,000 voices. And Rich Little was always on The Tonight Show. And Frank Caliendo is like today's Rich Little. And I'd love to ask. Why couldn't he get booked anymore? Oh, uh, he's, he's in his 80s. By the way. I think. Yes. You had a good speaker. Mine's not good. And it's so mellow. What's that, Owen? Hold that thing closer. Hold it closer. <laughs> it's touching the mic. Good morning. I'm- oh, and then, anyway, now I got to turn it off before it clicks on. It goes to John Daly's "Tee It Up." And they even, and they even leave the show with a feel-good scenic. Yeah, it's the scenery. scenery. People always want it longer. I think it should be half the show. It's so good. I got back into Sunday morning. I've been watching Sunday morning obviously since I was a kid because the show's been on since longer than we were alive. Uh, I got into Sunday morning when I first got together with Liz. This is a terrible way to explain things. We used to go over to our friend's house and get loaded on Saturday, and then we'd we'd wake up very early on a Sunday and go home, and we would fall asleep watching CBS Sunday morning. We would wake up at like 5 a.m. And you would pass out. Yeah. That's great. And we'd go to sleep. We'd it's eat something. It's so and then go soothing. To sleep. Even the storytelling yeah. is so soothing, and you – you meet these real people in real life from all over the country. Mm-hmm. Steve Hartman's stories as a as a former real journalist, a television journalist. He tells the best stories. Yep. He's the best storyteller in America. Yep. It's like it's not even close. Like I always said, Jeannie Most did the whimsical kind of funny stories. Yeah. And no one was better at her than her at doing these. But he's the best. Steve Hartman, watch any of his stories on YouTube. He ties them up in like two minutes. You will cry. If you're in the right mindset, he will make you cry. And good tears, not the bad tears. There are a couple of, of stories that I've kept of CBS Sunday Morning over the years. Uh, one is the Winter Keeper. and that Send is Send those a, to me. I want to watch them. Hold on. i got to find it. Where are they at? Because there are some legendary stories, and they used to show yeah, these personal? in no, broadcasting no. school. Let's see. I have rest. Okay, my YouTube. I, I told you my YouTube subscriptions. Oh, here we go. Docs slash clips I like. Living through a winter at Yellowstone National Park. This is about a guy named a guy named I think Steve, and I got to turn that down because that's an ad because I'm trying to share this and send it to you. It's from CBS Please Sunday do. Morning, called The Winter Keeper. It's fantastic. You will love it. It's about seven minutes long. And then after that, it's fantastic. It auto populates your next favorite clip, which is Alec Jones talking about Sandy Hook. So I have CBS Sunday Morning on the American Revolution, the fall of Sears, <laughs> freewheeling the van life, George Washington's final years. Uh, and then I have, oh, a farewell to handwriting. America's small town in Canada. I love that you have these. Yeah. I gain, I've just gained love a them. lot of respect for you. I thought you had respect for me no. before, but here we are. No, it was all out the window. Why did you not think, I, why would you not think I have these things? I'm all, you know what it is? I'm surprised when anybody has any of this, even though really? it's a highly rated show. Because I'm thinking on Sundays, people are aggravated and want to make fun of the Democrats or no. make fun of the Republicans. So no. I'm going to go and watch politics. And I'm telling you, that was me. I watched politics and Sunday shows for so long. And I would always watch these on YouTube, like down the road or whatever. 
and now I have to watch this live. It's the only thing that puts me in a good mindset. Because you're just going to get mad, especially yeah. with with how things have gotten. And you're either going to get mad at the people that are on the show, or you're gonna yeah. or you're gonna be mad at the uh, the host. Like everybody can't stand Chuck Todd. Yeah. On a Sunday morning. Well, because nobody's Tim Russert, and nobody's going to be Tim Russert. No. And as much as I do think uh, – Luke Russert's not Tim Russert. Nobody's I, Tim Russert. I do think – is it uh, is it Charles Wallace on Fox? Yeah, Mike he's, Wallace's son. He's, he's, Charles Wallace is no Mike Wallace. He's decent at it. He's decent trying wow. to get real answers, but he's still not as good. He's still not as good as in the mean – like in the moment – Having somebody's comments ready. You want to talk about prepared. Tim Russert would have comments ready no matter what you said. That's that would then vilify you that's true. or force you to explain how you've evolved on a position or why you're just meet, flat out lying. There's meet the press. Uh what's the one on CBS after Sunday morning? Is that Face what, the Nation? Yeah, and it used to be Pelly, and I'm not sure if it's still Pelly. No, anymore. it's uh Margaret Brennan. I think is her okay. name. They have they have gone through a number of. I them. think that's her name. And George Stephanopoulos, I think, is decent, but it's it's just not. You know nothing will is, ever compare. We know some else is decent. What's that? serious stuff's going down? Uh, I will never forget. I was in a newsroom, WTAP Parkersburg, West Virginia, when we had seen it on the wire. The Wire. What? what? The Wire. The wow, Tim Russell died. Service. So I said, oh, put dear. NBC on. I said, put NBC on immediately. And like two minutes later, they break into live coverage with that. Wow. And I was like, this is so sad. This is his music. This is his music. They're playing it, and they're going to tell you. And I remember it was Tom Brokaw, and it was not Brian Williams. I think it was Tom Brokaw that came on oh, to yeah. say that, that uh, he had passed away. That was always I, I wanted to do like a Tom Brokaw impression. I'm like, ah, we got Frank Caliendo. Yeah, we can't do impressions. So I yeah, can't do can an do impression it. of somebody. Uh, by the way, real quick, before we get to Frank Caliendo, the Cavs just posted. The uh. Cavs are practicing, get ready for summer league, and Evan Mobley is dribbling down, down the. I'd hope he'd be able to do that. Uh, he's dribbling down the court like a point guard. Never Ooh. does the fake LeBron uh, no look where LeBron's looking the whole time, then looks off, then passes. He is never looking. And I'm not sure who he passed the ball to. Uh, he throws a no-look pass like a point guard in this clip. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be wrong about Evan Mobley, so get ready. Because I've seen one clip, and it already looks amazing. Uh, so you can make fun of me on the air for four hours tomorrow. Well, according to Jason Dumas of, of KRON in uh, San uh, Francisco, Dumas. California. Is it Dumas? No, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. Thinking, I'm thinking the of, mug root beer commercial. No, <laughs> it's, it's not Dumas. You dumbass. It's Dumas. He says, source, Ben Simmons has cut off communication with basically everyone in the Sixers organization. (laughs) Everything is going through his agent, Rich Paul. Ben is open to going to the Golden State Warriors, though he doesn't have much leverage in this situation. No, he has no leverage. And maybe uh, he shouldn't have cut off any communication with a shooting coach. Uh, Learn how to shoot Ben. And I think Ben's really good. Wow. I think Ben is still really good. I think people are crazy with how much they have criticized him. I think he's still a really good player. And, and a valuable piece. Yeah, sounds like it. If you just said he needs a he bring shoot. back a shooting coach, he can't shoot. I didn't know he got rid of a shooting coach. Even, no, no, I was, I was. Being I facetious. know, I was being facetious. But anyway, as well. uh, the Evan Mobley watch the play. 
and then just make fun of me for four hours tomorrow because if that's anything like I know I've overreacted to summer league stuff before. So Anthony. wait a minute. What, so so you went from you're, you're doing like a turn here where everything that Evan Mobley did was garbage, and now all of a sudden everything. See, you're going to be among these people who are not listening. I, I thought you were going to call me something else. I told I like, you every day Evan Mobley's really good. He's going to be a really good player. Then why wouldn't you want him? Why wouldn't because, you want to draft the guy? Because I, I think Jalen Suggs is going to be better. Oh. I think that's how good Jalen Suggs is. Oh, okay. well, by the way, my newest argument for Jalen Suggs would be a great one. If what? I, if I had a national show. Uh, you know, this year. You could fill in. Oh, wait. We're going at the same time. Did you know last year was the first year ever that Jalen Suggs had played basketball year-round? Really? So you want to talk about. And so that's what you want to do, a guy without even experience? You want to make no, him saying, your guy? I'm saying that's how good he is. That he played fo- football took up a huge amount of his life every year. Not like all these other guys where it was just basketball. And that's how good Jalen Suggs is. And imagine that people are telling me he has a limited ceiling. A guy who had never fully devoted himself to actual basketball is going to do that now. And people are telling me he has a limited ceiling. Good luck with that one. Um, also, Jason Lloyd is saying that the Cavs have spoken to Kevin Love about his minutes and his role moving forward. Why haven't they, why haven't Quote, they done that already? The kids need to play, and they will. Yes. Yeah, yeah of course. He's, hang, he's hanging around the necks of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's uh, an albatross. Uh, let me ask you, does that mean, not that we thought Kevin Love was that good anymore, Yeah. but when they say that, is that another champion's pose for you that any team saying they're going to let the kids play, that's not a playoff team in most cases. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to do I don't want to do champions pose on I don't want to do champions pose about them not making the playoffs. They they're just they're not going to make the playoffs. So I mean there, there's no other way I could say it. I hate saying so it sounds so stupid, but I I just they're not going to make the playoffs and that's going to be the end of it. Lima, we'll talk about that in another time here because we have plenty of time to do it. Uh do we want to hopefully we'll be able to get them on and this will all be clean and nice, but uh Lima, let's bring in uh our guest here on the Odyssey app, people have been waiting to hear him. I said 10.30 live straight up, and we are at 10.30 live straight up. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've seen him on Fox Sports. You've seen him on ESPN. He's coming to Hilarities very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Caliendo joining us on the podcast. Hello, Frank. Hey, great to talk to you guys again. I uh, I, I want to say Jalen Suggs, is, it's like he's uh, – He's like a, I don't want this to sound, not physically, but mentally, like a 40-year-old basketball player. I know you said he's only been playing a little bit, but he's kind of playing in slow motion, isn't he? I, Tone? I, I am a huge fan of his. Of course, I've given I, I mean this all in a positive way. I mean this positively. I mean, it's like a Joe Dumars or something like that, where it, like the game kind of unfolds in front of him, and he just is kind of smooth and sees it all happening. And then uh, Evan Mobley, on the other hand, he's like a kid. And just coming up, he's kind of like DeAndre Ayton, but uh, a little bit more athletic. And when he trails on the break, I'm talking sports here today, guys. Why didn't we have Frank Caliendo as a draft pundit? Nobody wanted to come on with us and break down any of the actual prospects. And you've done a better job than anybody has in three months. How about how about this? I do this. Mel Kiper Jr. talking about Evan Mobley, seven foot. Got a brother Isaiah, a little bit more of a of a a, a, a post player. Not the agility, not the level. High little risk, high reward. You're looking at a guy like Evan, his brother staying in another year. Then you look at Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs, when he's under center, you never know which way he's gonna go. He's got the ability to look at. 
process different reads. He can go to the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth read. And not a lot of guys that could do that. Peyton Manning could do nine reads in 1.2 seconds. That's faster than a Tesla going 0 to 60. I mean, that's a guy who does a tremendous job, and you'd be hard-pressed to tell me otherwise. <laughs> See, I, I love the fact that, like, Mel Kuyper has is, is got to be a good sport about this now because if he's not a good sport about it, then – it looks kind of bad on any Although, of these guys. See, the, God, first, yes. the, the first time I ever did it, I can't believe I, I haven't told you guys this before. I probably have. You just forget because I, I tell very forgettable stories. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I can be self-deprecating. It doesn't hurt me. If you do it to me, I'll fight back. I do it to me. That's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if you, I'd probably agree with you. Uh, the Caliendo dude, having a conversation between himself when he's on the phone with the fan doesn't matter uh, what's going on. He, he just he does what he's going to do. Um, Kuiper calls me after the first time I did it on ESPN. He's like, tremendous job. The entire Kuiper family watching around the television. They're home. I'm here at the draft. And, uh, you know, I, I knew kind of what to expect. Like, yeah, hey, you have a Todd? Because you, you're doing the Todd, 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 Todd. He's, uh, you know, hey, and uh, by the way, Frank, I heard you worked in Vegas. Do you work in Vegas? I've never been out to Vegas. I'm going out there. Get a, is there any kind of show you ever see a Cirque du Soleil, kind of a bendy person, the people hanging from the high wire, doing the uh, different kinds of tricks? Do those people ever get hurt? Aren't some of them like Russian immigrants that might not even be part of this country, but they're trying to get their papers. We're going to wait to get in. That's a, a, a blue man group. Talk about a blue man group, tremendous group of people. They're not actually blue. They, it's just a, it's just a makeup situation. But at the end of the day, uh, they're playing the drums, using the duck work, and throwing toilet paper everywhere. Hey, <laughs> Frank, you ever get hit with a toilet paper roll on a blue man group show? It's a tremendous job. This is unreal. He's a good sport. That's good. Unreal. Yeah, he's I, awesome. He's awesome. He, he's come to shows before. He's like, I'll say his name, and he'll be in the back of the room, and he'll start going, ta, 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 ta. <laughs> he is nothing like what he seems like on television. So he's reverse Superman. He puts those glasses on, and when he's on TV, all of a sudden he's this cross between Sam the American Eagle from the Muppets and Count Chocula, right? He, he goes from being like a sweet, and his, he's, got, he's got the most beautiful wife and daughter. You just go, no, there's no way a guy in his basement doing stats out of zone comes up. I, I, I want to go, how would you even ask her, ask her out? I, I, Kim, I'm doing a tremendous job. I saw you working there. Or, uh, you, you know, you're administrative assistant working down over there, working your way up, probably going to be a corporate uh, CEO. But right now, this is uh, me, Mel Kuyper Jr., saying I, I'd like to go to dinner, possibly a movie, and maybe uh, at the end of the night, uh, you know, probably not a kiss goodbye, but next time, I mean, if by the third day, I think we're holding hands. <laughs> Frank Caliendo. unbelievable. Yeah, so Frank, I got to ask you uh, – you're a big fan of a, a ton of stand-up who all bitched and complained about, you know, not being able to do anything for the last year. Some of them tried Zoom shows. They all said almost unanimously that was a disaster. Guys like Burt Kreischer were trying to trying to get people to do drive-ins, and he said that, you know, didn't work out too well either. Well, I there's mean, what, no – there's when you do a drive-in, I, I mean, I – the whole way you judge if something's working or not, unless you're just a complete narcissist, is is the audience reacting to you? So what are you getting from them to do, to know how you would, you know, navigate? I'm, I'm doing Kuiper. I'm not even trying to how you navigate. <laughs> but what do you stay with? What, you know, what keeps people's attention? And you kind of judge that based on what you want to do. Uh, what, 
But in a Zoom show, I had corporations offering me like crazy amounts of money to do some of these Zoom shows. I was like, no, I want to do it podcast format. That's a, you know, you have your CEO just kind of talk to me like we're doing here. I can't get out of this Kuiper. It's a Kuiper conundrum. I'm not, the cadence is just, it's, let me talk for like Gruden for a while. Maybe, maybe that'll start breaking it up. Man. Uh, but yeah, I was like, I, you, when you talk at somebody, you can't do jokes and stories. It doesn't work. When you talk to someone, even if it's one or two people, that little interaction you've given me, the question you get off of something I said, ha has an opportunity for it to branch off and become something. And then it's us having this interesting conversation where I can work in even the material. That's what panel is on The Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. You know, Jimmy Fallon's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, well, did you uh, – is it true that you got stung by a thousand bees? Oh, man, that's crazy, you know. So <laughs> that happens, and then you got the story, and then it's just, you're just kind of doing jokes and telling the story with interaction, and it works way better. I, Plus, I, of I course, you're doing a Mel Kuyper Jr. Then what you did was you tried to interrupt, tried to go somewhere with the interview, and that's all <laughs> this thing has become. Today, the Clowney, we're looking at him in Cleveland. He, he's knocking over, uh, you know, the tackle bags, whatever those things are called. You know, he's batting them down one thing at a time. He looks like Rocky in the meat locker doing a tremendous job. Remember Rocky punching the meat, Uncle Paulie there, and the guy, the penguin from Batman. He's uh, They're all trying to figure out what's going on. But that's Jadavian Clowney working 100 10%. No, a lot of times people say, hey, Jadavion, you give him about 50%. I think a guy like a leader, like a Baker Mayfield, did a tremendous job. Might, people say he's, a, he's not a big guy, but he's not Johnny Manziel. I mean, this is, a, this is the thing about Baker Mayfield. He's got a tremendous potential as not just a quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, but also uh, as a leader of the Cleveland Browns. That's what's important at the end of the day. I'll tell you what, we got one of those out there. You know, with me in Oak Oakland, I'm not even in Oakland anymore. I'm just trying to get out of the Mel Kuyper Jr. voice. I'm in Las Vegas, you know, I know. Ding, 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 ding. I just won. Cherry, 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 man. I'll tell you what, it's pretty good. I wish we could do that in the draft. Frank Caliendo joining us on the show. He'll be at Hilarities next Thursday, uh, August 12th. Okay, so you're back out. You're, you're touring again. You are just talking to Anthony about that a little bit. Uh, is it? I don't know how to say. Is it weird doing radio interviews again, or like? Well, I did is some. It nice I to do radio some, interviews again. Or, I, go I, ahead. I, I, I did. I did some here and there. I didn't do a ton. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's almost weirder to go out on the road. Um, it's uh, you know, and as soon as I book these single days, because I'm working on material. That's kind of the idea. Is I'm, I'm going to do some stuff that, that I've done before, but I'm going to work. I've been working on the Biden, you know, the, the Biden impression with the. The whisper, you know, Biden does that. Come on, man. It's not politics. It's science. It's science. He does it all the time. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. You know, it's not, it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. You know the deal. Uh, when he can't think of something, you know the deal. Come on. You know, come with a thing. Sometimes. Come on. What's, oh, come on, man. You know. Um, and then Trump's just waiting to go, see, I told you I should have been president for the next 600 years. I would have been fantastic. I'd probably get some type of some type of sorcery put on me where I could last millions and millions of years. I don't know. So let me ask um, you can I, real quick, real quick. Frank Caliendo with us on the show. No, Obviously, go slowly. You can tell. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Does it bother you like everybody has a Trump impression now? Everybody has an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Does that like bother you? Do you are you like reluctant to do any of those things because everybody seems to have one? 
Uh, no, not as much because I, you know, if they've done it before me, I do, I do a terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mine's always been just that look out what you're doing over there. That's why I kept it very quiet just to say, hey, I've got it in the toolbox. But yeah. it's, you know, it, it's it, it's like a it's like a tiny Phillips head screwdriver. I, I, you know, only time I'm going to use it is my glasses break and I don't wear glasses, you know. So, um, you know, throw it out there and have it. So that's like an old impression, like a George W. You just throw it out. But then you can work it in because Barack Obama <laughs> uh, was next. Uh, and then, uh, uh, of course, me, quite frankly, probably the best president of not just this universe, but the multiverse. And I've been I've been studying quantum physics and quantum theory, and there's a lot of things going on. String theory is tremendous. I'm using it in my hair. And then Biden, man, come on, what are we talking about? You know. <laughs> so when I was a young man, when I was a young man back in Scranton, Pennsylvania, everything's Scranton, Pennsylvania, with him. It's yeah. Like you could be talking, you could be talking about uh, Jadavian Clowney. When I was a young man back in Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> We, 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 we hit the sled. What sled were you hitting? It's, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know the deal. Come on. Um, so, uh, <laughs> or you could even bring up like Simone Biles with them. Like, what do you think about Simone Biles and, and taking a mental break? You know, when I was a little girl in Scranton, Pennsylvania, <laughs> we, we only had the log roll and the egg roll. You know the deal. Come on. Um, I mean, I, I would think, Frank, every, everybody is just dying to get out and laugh again because you're right, watching the Zooms and trying to watch specials on YouTube. It's just not the same. It just is not ever no, the No, the, the live experience is different. Here's the other big thing is, and this is what, this is what bothers me on the Internet. Like I did this, uh, I did a Dan Campbell, which is kind of Dan Campbell. It's kind of super Dave Osborne. It's super, it's super Dan Campbell. Um but it, it, you know, it was the the whole thing. I took the coffee thing, the you know, the Lions head coach. I took the coffee thing he did, and I combined it with uh, we're going to step on their necks, and then they're going to get up, and then we're going to step on them. Again. You know, I did that kind of thing. It, it you know, and they're going to uh, we're going to crush genetically engineered espresso beans between their knees. You know, I did that kind of thing. And it, Pete, some people got it that it's the caricature, and that's what's funny about it. And I also didn't want it to sound like Madden because he's very close to Madden. He's a little deeper and a little less slurred. But in the in the process, it's the first time I ever put it out there. It sounds a little it's super Davis, and it's not exact. But that's that's how you do stand up, right? And even on the radio, when I would do John Madden, you know, you could talk like John Madden and sound exactly like John Madden. And it's funny for a little bit because it sounds like him. But then the <laughs> that's the stuff that makes people laugh. <laughs> Right. I mean, even you, like, I did that and you immediately you went, oh, yeah, 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 that's fun. I mean, the first part's like, yeah, you've heard the voice. You know what the voice is. But <laughs> I'm the Rocky from the never ending story. So <sighs> the never Frank, ending you had story. A, Frank... Don't break. Don't stop me. During <laughs> the never ending story. Turn around. Oh, my God. Right. That's a new thing, by the way. Popular. We just created the never ending story with uh, John Gruden. I'll tell you what, man. That's like me talking on a press conference, the never-ending story. <laughs> Frank, you had, you had a clip doing Matt. We had never heard anybody do Madden before. It's very early in your career, at least early when you, you really started popping. You were doing the radio, and I'll, I'll never forget you doing O&A, and we downloaded on Napster. And <laughs> we would listen to that clip. We'd get drunk at Ohio State, and we would play that for people who had never heard of you before. And then all of a sudden, you know, you came to Cleveland, and 
it was 30 of our friends, and we were just screaming at you to do Jim Rome. We're like, do Jim Rome. And finally, I think you were so sick and tired of it. You're just like, fine, I'll do it. And you made us 30 laugh for an hour afterwards. How just great doing is that? Jim Rome because we had The 30 it. guys from the Ohio State University, <laughs> the Buckeyes, Buckeyes Nation, coming here to the comedy club and hoping for a Jim Rome lap dance. How great is that? They get the normal show, but then what they want is after the show to go into a special room where they get the gym room directly to them. How crazy is that? Be careful what you do when I pause. That's all I'm saying. Nice job. I don't want to interrupt. You shouldn't. It's still going. The pause is definitely part of the character. <laughs> Your Go turn. Ask him a question. I knew it. I knew we would do it. I knew we would do it the whole time. I knew we would do it. Uh, Frank Caliendo joined us. So when when you when you look at we mentioned Carson before and and it got Carson. Can we go any further back? We mentioned Jay Leno or any of the Tonight Shows or anything. That was the way that if you finally got up there, you got invited over from the couch. That was when you had made it. That was a big deal. Now it seems like ah, oh, just go on Joe Rogan's podcast, talk about masks and homeless people. <laughs> and you'll be in good shape. I mean, isn't it incredible how things things have changed? You knew things were going to evolve, but to evolve that rapidly. Well, I'll where, tell you what. You what, what, podcast? pod, what podcasts do is they speak to a very specific and uh, important and fanatic audience. So, and Rogan might be huge, but he's still got you know people who are. Uh, you know, interested in aliens and uh, UFC. There are certain um, topics that draw more people to it. And then the guest really helps, and he does a great job. And then he's always like, Jimmy, Jimmy, can you pull that up? Go ahead, John. Pull, pull, Jimmy, pull that up. Pull that up, Jimmy. Can you pull that up? All right. What's he doing there? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, so, uh, you know, the, when you – you have that specific audience. That's the thing that TV doesn't have most of the time, right? It, cable shows start to get that a little bit more streaming shows. Because you guys probably know this, but when you watch something on Netflix, depending on what you watch, did you know that'll change the cover for the other titles? What do you mean? So if you watch, um, let's say, Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. They're going to put other movies up in front of you, not just that are like Wolf of Wall Street, but the if you are depending on your demographic and what you've watched, if you've watched other you know movies with hot women in them or something like that, or hot guys or whatever it is, they're going to put those covers. You're going to see a different screen or a different icon to choose to go to see that movie. They're trying to get, they're changing that. You didn't know that, did you? No, I did not know that. Yeah, it's like it's like Google will change headlines for depending on what you've read. If you read certain uh, at slants on news or something like that, no matter which way it goes or whatever, they will change the the headlines will change to direct you to certain things. Yeah, I just watch. I I just watch a steady diet of I think you should leave. Season two. That's all. I, I don't even know what about. that is. What is no. that? Okay, see, oh, this, is, this is how amazing. Frank. Think of how amazing well, Netflix is and how amazing comedy is. 
that Frank is a comedian. He knows every comedian that's out there. He knows. No, no, no. You see, you, you got it completely wrong. To me, really? comedy is work. I don't watch any comedy. I watch none. Really? Oh yeah. My God. That makes yeah, sense. I don't watch any. So no, no Sebastian Maniscalco. No. I figured. I figured if anything, you would do. Who's this Are, guy? <laughs> Who is this guy? With what? I was on an airplane. He's eating the peanuts. Peanuts. Wow. Wow, Sebastian. That's awesome. Wow. That's Sebastian on Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Oh, my God. Wow. Where did you Where did you even think of that? What? He was eating peanuts? Peanuts. They were in his little bag. <laughs> um, what you can't what you can't see right now is he's he's actually acting it out. Oh my god. <laughs> he's like it's pantomime. It's like um can I swear on this? Oh yeah. Say whatever. Absolutely. It's like it's he's like pantomime. Oh my god. It's unbelievable. This is unreal, man. Wow. Comedy's like work. Frank says comedy's like work. It is for me. I don't enjoy it because I. So you I don't watch start... specials. You don't watch any no, special. No, never, never, never. I, the only things I've ever watched is I watched Chappelle and Bill Burr. I watched two specials because they were uh, making everybody mad. So I want to see what the what the best could get away with and what they could do to try and I, I get away with is the wrong thing. Is I, I wanted to see what best the best people out there could do to push buttons and throw it back at people that are saying you can't do this, you can't do that. Um, cause you know, Chappelle, Chappelle, you just watch, I heard a story recently. Who was it? It was somebody who and Chris Rock were writing jokes in the back of the comedy cellar or something like that. And, uh, there were, oh, it was, it was, uh, maybe Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was like, he's like, Kevin Hart's like, Hey man, we're, we're uh, me and, uh, and Chris Rock going back and forth, going back and forth. And they're, they're, they're writing jokes for each other after watching the set. And then Chappelle comes in and they throw out the paper they just wrote on. So they just like, yeah, because Chappelle's in there going, damn, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, he's, he's, he's just so, uh, he just gets to the point and he can do it without any energy. He can just go up there and talk and smoke the microphone, uh, literally, and just be brilliant. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't watch any comedy because one, the other thing is I don't want to see anybody else's premises because then people will be like, oh, you're, you're, you off. saw that. And it's just, no, I've never seen Jonathan Katz. Remember Dr. Katz, professional mm -hmm. therapist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Katz gave this, um, you know, he was talking one time. He's like, I don't watch any other comedians because they don't want to know what they're doing. And that's, and I have another issue that if I watch somebody for long enough, I'll start to talk like them and grab and I'll, I'll, I, I, through osmosis. I'll grab their rhythm. So I work with Dave Attell for a week. And it's like, hmm, yeah, okie dokie. That sounds pretty good. You know, and uh, you, you can see that like in Minneapolis in the late 90s, early 2000s, there were 50 comics uh, putting accents on the wrong parts of the sentences. That It was all Mitch Hedberg's. They're like, mm -hmm. I was at the grocery store, you know, it's, and you're going, what? Well, yeah, or you work with not you work with Laura McDonald for a week, and you're like, oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, the grocery store. You know, you ever been there? You get the uh, the free sample. Yeah, you know, it's a free because it's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I go to the uh, the where they charge for samples. You know, you know, you ever been there? Like uh, a gentleman's club. You know, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> 
It's funny here you do more Norm. I love we yeah. love it. We love you too. Yeah, 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 yeah. How, how, hey, I'm the only guy he yet. likes that does an impression of him. He's like he did a he sent a really? tweet out that all comics sent to me and I I was I couldn't believe how crazy they went about it cuz all comics love Norm because he is he's so fearless. He's like uh normally impressionists are the lowest form of comedy in the world. He's <laughs> like impressions are uh, and they're incredibly unfunny. The exception to this rule is Frank Caliendo. <laughs> and he's like, the funniest man and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like a, you know, this is like uh, Jordan writing a love letter for uh, a basketball player, you know? Well, that's I, I kind of why, like, I asked about the radio stuff for a second. Frank Caliendo joining us on the uh, Emerging Podcast scene presented by Extend Technologies here on the Odyssey app. Um, the reason I asked it is because, like, I watch – I've seen your specials and I've listened to you, obviously, you know, driving around or whatever. And there's like there there's a lead up to characters. You don't just hit people over the head. And so like Lyman made a joke about it today as we were getting ready for it. We were telling people like, hey, he's coming on the show. And I didn't want to be like we had we always make sure we wouldn't have done it in the first place. We want to make sure like, hey, Frank, what does Jim Rome think about the like we didn't want to do that. And like it's just like hitting right. people over the head with yeah. Unless with you're what you mocking do. it, you know you can do the, the way you can yeah. do that if people are in, you know it's a joke and then it's then it's tongue in cheek. Like you're you're at that point where you're going, what does Jim Rome think about salad? Well, I think it's great when it's tossed. How <laughs> great was that? That's innuendo. <laughs> oh my god, he just didn't. Oh, they're never gonna put that on the air. They're going to keep that only on the podcast. Oh, my God. Sebastian, he was tossing the salad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's because we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Names. You know where they do that? A lot of that, uh, you know. I'm yeah, going to yeah. name. I, like, I, salad I and names. go. Yeah, it's a place where you get the. Uh, you ever been to salad and go? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey what's the name of our. Uh, what's the name of our uh, restaurant? I don't know. Uh, you know, what do we make here? Salads? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then what do they do? They go. <laughs> you know, we thought about, uh, you know, we thought about having it called salad and stay, you know, but uh, we don't really like people, you know. You don't make as much money if they stay a long time, you know. That's why I never get Starbucks. You ever go to Starbucks, you know? You ever been to Starbucks, you know? They got the, uh, they got the, uh... that's the other thing I love that he'll just dangle on a word. It, and he won't get to the word, and it's just a normal word, and it'll make you laugh. It's like, you ever been to uh, the Starbucks and you get the, uh, you know, the uh, coffee? Oh, God, I love coffee, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I actually startled myself a little bit there. What was the question before I went off on a tangent? From I was asking you about Rich Little. Uh, we were going to oh. deal No, I laughed. Were you really? I, 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 was, like, no, I was like, I did I zone out that much? No. I was watching. No. Ken and I, we we are relatively young, although I just hit 40. Ken's 35, but we are we got to be the How old do you think people. I am? How old do you think I am without Googling? Uh, I'm going to oh – God, I'm 47. No. Yeah, I'm 47. 46. You Googled that. No. Are you 47? <laughs> no. Yeah, I was born in 74. Oh, my God. Wow. I swear to God, I did not look up anything. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I believe you'll find you. X videos on my phone before you'll find Frank Caliendo's Wikipedia page. We, I swear to God, we we both we both watch CBS Sunday mornings, and they just profiled Rich Little not too long ago, and he was bitching what? about how he can't he can't get in any comedy clubs. 
He says he says all his stuff. They tell him it's, it's too dated. Everything he does, and he's like, I have a, I have a whole Rolodex, and not Rolodex. He actually has the pull-out shelves of index well, cards of every voice that he's ever done. Right. Well, that I mean, I think there's truth to that. I think it's he's first of all. He doesn't. He, he's got. He. I mean, he was. He was the best and the guy, right? He was the one everybody's always. That's the name. If you're old enough, that's the name you always get compared to. Um, and he was more of a dead-on impressionist, and he dressed up as the people a lot of the time, and it was very seventies-ish. And he still has that kind of mentality. Um, to me, even when I was coming up, you know, in the late nineties, early two thousands, people were like. Hey, impressions are hacky and it's, you know, it's vaudevillian, the style. And I was like, well, I'm going to change it. I watch Robin Williams, Jonathan Winters. I'm going to change it and make it be more of just talking about, like you were saying earlier, I set it up. I make it observational comedy. I talk about the person and then I put them in the situation based on the point of view that I've given to you. So I have set up a character, not just an impression. I'm not just doing lines for movies. Cause what, what did people uh, used to do they was like they do De Niro and was like uh, are you looking at me are you looking at me you know it was just and that yeah. was enough but it was that was that but now everybody's done that so doing the line but it's it's coming back around uh, so I got on TikTok because uh I, I because I wanted to just hate myself for the rest of my mm -hmm. life you know, there's a young audience there. There's there's an older audience. More people of all ages are on there. But kids, when they do impressions, they're so hacky and old school. All they do is the line from the movie. The, so they'll be they'll say things like, uh, you know, they'll do a Thor impression, a Chris Hemsworth. They'll be like, uh, I'm Thor, the God of Thunder. And people are like, that's incredible. The, I am Loki of Asgard and I'm burdened with glorious purpose. I can do this all day. I can do that stuff all day because all you have to do is parrot. Try and make it interesting for two minutes on television. That's what's really hard. You try and make it into a caricature and get a take, and that's what's really something, not a you know three-second clip. I'm just trying to get it. But it's so, to me, people are like, okay, now just do John Gruden uh, you know, ordering a McDonald's. But that's, that's the thing that every stand-up comedian used to do in the 60s and 70s that was the worst type of comedy that other comedians would would castigate you. They'd kick you out of comedy for being such a cheese ball. So to me, I have great apprehension to doing anything like that, but that's what goes viral. Somebody will do uh, you know, just everyday stuff as the person. It's even for me with uh, you know, sportscasters and analysts, that's the easiest thing to do is you take what an everyday thing and you just describe it because that's what that's what they do in their job. So it's fish out of water and normal things that everybody can relate to. And all of a sudden, it's the setup that gets you there that I think is the interesting part. And then the easy thing is like the fireworks ending, you know, boom, 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 and you hit them with the thing that, you know, everybody's kind of waiting for. But I want them to listen to the stuff in the setup first because that's the time. That's the stuff I really took the time to work on. But I have a theory on what's going to happen because you're right. People are watching TikTok, and if a girl's just dancing for three seconds, like that all of a sudden constitutes talent. I think what's going to happen is real talented comedians, people that or people that can really dance, I think people are going to circle back to, to people like you and stand-up comedians who actually can do an hour, which is just insanity mm -hmm. to the people who can do TikTok for Well, have you uh, seen some of the people minute. who have gotten specials? Off of yes. social media, <laughs> uh, it's yeah. brutal. 
It is yeah. brutal. And not that they're not funny or good. They just haven't had the time to understand no. how to get to there. It's just, that's it. You know, listen, I'm just an old grumpy, you know, I might as well be 87 instead of 47. It's, but it's this, yeah, I, there's a lot of different ways I could make money, you know, with all these little things I could be doing to, you know, selling t-shirts and stuff. And I'm like, well, then it's just like everybody else. It feels like to me, if I had something that was really going, if I had the, you know, a giant podcast, or if I was working for somebody at the time, I'd feel better. But when you guys are working at the radio station, you feel like, Hey, we go to a job. We're doing this for somebody, but we're kind of doing this for ourselves at the same time. But somebody is employing me to do this, uh, daily. So then you feel like, hey, at least I'm, I'm part of a brand and something bigger. I'm on Saturday Night Live. I'm on a sitcom. I'm on this. Well, I'm just kind of at home right now. And I took, uh, you know, uh, part of me was I took time out of my life in the career part of it and just went and said, hey, I want to work with my, you know, hang around with my kids and spend that time because I missed some stuff when they were younger. It was like, hey, I, I want to experience that. So I, I, I got away. I don't even live in Hollywood. I, I live in Phoenix, Arizona. So. Uh, and now that they're older and they don't care about me anymore, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, you know, get, do some stuff and get back and work on some different things. But yeah, it takes time to develop and become an act. I've, I've heard stories of TikTok stars with millions, millions of followers and everything they do gets, you know, hundreds of thousands of likes and shares and stuff like that. But they go on stage and they bomb and they never go up again because it's hard and it's different. It's not the same thing. Well, Frank, we love it. You're our very first podcast guest, by the way. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, Thank you. We love we love that you uh, you did this with us, and we're excited. We're, we're going to come out. At least I don't know. I can't speak for Ken. I'm going to come out and see you on Thursday. That's a great uh, great comedy club. Uh, the fans love comedy there. I know that that sounds generic. People say that everywhere, but I've been to other comedy clubs where it's it's aw- it's awfully tough for some of the comedians. Mm-hmm. They might bomb mm-hmm. someplace just because the setup's not great. People don't realize. No, this place is. I'm assuming most people have been there, but I bring my own opener with me, who's very good, Um, and uh, Andy Beningo. Hey, hey, hey! He does that a lot. He looks like my stunt double. So people, he comes up, and people are like, "Is he? Is that Frank?" No, 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 no. (laughs) Frank pops out of him. Um, So uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then Nick, Nick, who owns, I've probably done the Nick impression for you before, but he's one of those guys who ah, very. Nice to see you. Yeah, very nice if you'd finish the sentence in the first minute, okay? Um, so, uh, yeah, the, uh, Hilarities is uh, a fantastic place, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Frank, again, we can't thank you enough. Uh, no, you can't. Hilarities, you can. next, <laughs> hilarities uh, next Thursday, August 12th. Follow everything he does. He's absolutely amazing. Lime, you got anything else you want to tell him? No. When are you in Cleveland next? He's in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> when are you in Cleveland? Yeah, uh, are Thursday, frankonstage.com Frank, Frank will get you a direct link to the Hilarities website because I didn't look up Hilarities website. I'm too lazy. Thank you very much. I wrote that. I, I wrote that Frank down. And I covered stage, it up with a yeah, piece of paper. Frankonstage.com. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's part of the frankcaliendo.com website, but frankonstage.com. And uh, it just gives you directly tickets. Because I'm in Columbus on Wednesday, and then Thursday I come to uh, Hilarities, and then I, I head out across the country. And See, at least in Cleveland, to... you're part of everything. In Columbus, you're out at a, mm-hmm. you're out at a shopping plaza. It's a good is one. Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, so that, well, but it. see, that's a great club, too. That's a be, that, you're right on that in general. 
But the, the the Columbus Funny Bone's generally considered, if not the best, it's in the top five clubs as well. So it's, uh, yeah, you guys are lucky in Ohio. That's there's there aren't many comedy clubs that are like hilarities and uh, and uh, the Funny Bone in Columbus. There, it's it's a uh, or Dave Chappelle's uh, his house, literally his farm. My farm, damn, damn, Chappelle. You think he, that's what that's the doorbell? Chappelle! <laughs> get get over here. Dang. Frankonstage.com. Next Thursday, August twelfth, is uh when we saw the tickets available. So go on over to Hilarities. Uh enjoy it here for two nights. Frank, thank you so much for the time, friend. All the best. Rack me, I am out. We'll see you guys next time. All right, coming up on the emerging podcast scene presented by Extend Technologies. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 